Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 51, Domino. Hello, 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 <laughs> hello. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of the LodgeCast. I'm the LodgeMaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. Hello. Brother Lucas in the back. Hello. <laughs> and tonight, oh man, we got two legends. We got two legends. You're in for a treat. We have, brothers, we have Brother Nathan. Woo. Oh, hello. And Brother Ben. Hello, hello. Have you two been uh, joined forces same. on this cast before? At the no. same time? I don't Big think Mandy? so. Big Mandy? No. <laughs> no. no. I, uh, uh, I think this is a first. And cool. what better way to do it to ring in this new bond that we're about to have than with the latest film from Brian De Palma. <laughs> He's back. He's back. He's back. The movie is called Domino. It's been dumped. Wait, didn't Tony Scott direct Yeah, the movie? not Domino oh, Harvey. Not Domino Harvey. This, but wasn't that called Domino? That was Domino. Yes. Yes. This is Domino Dude, 2019. Come on, guy. Domino what 2019. He's got to know Tony Scott made that. Why would you take that title? Listen, it feels like De Palma gets just fucked out of every movie that he tries to make nowadays. Yep. And I would assume this is no different. I know he had tons of problems making it. I think they filmed in fuck, Croatia or yeah. something, wherever he could get money. Ben, do you know anything about this? Uh, yeah, it's it's basically just like you said, cobbled together international money. The only way they could get it done is if they cast a whole bunch of Game of Thrones actors. <laughs> oh, no. no, for real. We got like, plenty was, of thrones in this. Uh, yeah. Like, we got that Jamie was, Lannister and the Red Queen yeah, or whatever. Like that, that was the contingency. Uh, the Red Lady. What wow. is it? The Lady of Light? Yeah. <laughs> Scarlet Witch? Uh-huh. Scarlet? No, Scarlet. that's Marvel. The Red Witch. <laughs> the Red Witch. Well, the Red talk, Witch. Let's yeah. talk about Brian De Palma real quick. Why don't we? Where, yeah, what was the last? Let's go around the room, starting with you, Lodge Master. What was the last theatrical, theatrical oh, Brian De Palma oh. film where you were in a theater? Does De Palma count? <laughs> the yeah, documentary about it counts for all of us. No, no, I mean, no, that does not count. That was Dan Futter. Mine was Black Dahlia, which, mm-hmm. which was kind of Rough. actually the last like widely released. Mm, yeah. God, you know, yeah. I think Black Dahlia was mine too at the oh, ArcLight. But yeah. everything else is basically that was 09, 08? I think I saw Femme Fatale. I could say it's Femme Fatale. Femme Fatale might Femme be Fatale my latest. No, Femme Fatale was earlier. earlier. That was I know yeah, that yeah. might be my latest. I didn't see Black Dahlia. What's after that? Yeah, Black Dahlia. I saw I've never seen Femme Fatale. Yeah. He is uh, on my top five directors of all time. I think sure. everything from High Mom to Casualties of War Whoa. is three and a half to four bones. But wow. 
beyond like, everything. On his, well, well, I, well, I, once tried, I once tried to pitch a movie lodge night around casualties of war. I, I, I vetoed that one. Yeah, smartly, wisely, <laughs> wisely, wisely so. But, but yes. we're finding out now in the lodge book club, Bonfire of the Vanities is maybe his apocalypse now moment where it was make I, or break. I think kind of after that, he's had a tough twenty to 30 years he's, he's had a tough <laughs> he's had a tough go of it and he never fully got the respect of all of his contemporaries his bad boy 70s contemporaries because i think he was he was so proudly having a blast doing genre shit yeah yeah i mean i love his uh, mission impossible studio hire job like that's one of my favorite de palma films which is ironic because it is so like you know broad and and like safe you know it's not it's not there's nothing perverse about it it's being reined in yeah but i love the dutch angles i love the the scale like i love the pace like the guy's a master like he's a master craftsman and technician and like his homage and and his uh callbacks to other directors is is, like pretty solid you know it's like someone who sings really good karaoke you know where it's like (laughs) a really great cover band that's like the monkeys or whatever speaking of singing really great karaoke brother nathan what are your thoughts on brian de palma well i mean i think i mean the the movies that stand out for me like blowout i mean there's some really exciting genre stuff he does owe a lot to other directors and he's he kind of doesn't hide it. I mean, he loved Hitchcock. He doesn't hide it at all. He, he's but he's putting a little bit more uh, what I say red fang on it. You know, adding a lot of nudity and violence. And mm-hmm. He did it artfully. I think he stole from the best, regardless. And it, some some of those early films really worked, but those later, like the later genre stuff, gets kind of uh, kind of gets kind of you know smutty. Well, I think. Well, I think, I, I think my problem ones, with right? De Palma has always been that he's not a great writer. He's not a strong writer, and he you know, very much considers himself an auteur that writes and directs all his own material. So that can get kind of frustrating when the material is not living up to what you're seeing visually. It's just like you want both of them to be firing in all cylinders and odds are one one side is lopsided. Brother Ben, would you agree that in De Palma's latter years, he seems to be trying to emulate himself? Yeah, that's actually... I, I hadn't thought of that. That's my that's loaded actually, question for you. Yeah, that's really a... Sti- I mean... Very meta. Well, but here's what I gotta say. It's like, I do remember watching uh, Passion, which Passion is... Passion is the one I'm thinking of. I never saw that. And, I've and, so many movies and the, I haven't seen. And there's like... There are sections of it where I was rolling my eyes so goddamn hard because he just doesn't get it anymore. Yeah. But then he would drop it. some insane, like, old-school, 70s-style split-screen yep. tracking shit, and I'd be like... I'm kind of here for this still. I'm yeah. eating it up. I'm eating it up. Yeah, like no mm-hmm. one's topped the untouchable staircase shootout like in the history of action cinema. Like to think how they did that, like, you know, with film equipment, you know, not digital. Like that, that it just like boggles the mind. Like it's insane. Top Sergei Eisenstein. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, we should have certain monies allocated to directors like Brian De Palma. He's paid yeah. his dues. Yeah. He's given me. He's given him. us yeah. yes. Yeah. He's given us Fair. so much. But I, like I, a, I would sign up. But for like that. a government like a subscription where we all give Brian De Palma ten bucks a month instead of Netflix. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And like Keep this guy working. Keep, you, like you'd think like Scorsese's still getting money. Like why isn't De Palma like I su- think because subject De, pa- De Palma should have should have kept De Niro or someone like some star power mm-hmm. in his pocket that he could cash mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and he never had 
had that relationship really. Yeah, Travolta. Yeah, Travolta. Oh, I guess he had Travolta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, 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 but yeah, really but Travolta lost his star power. But, but still, yeah, you're right. But, he should have had a better producing But just imagine that. If the government's not going to fight, I don't think Trump's going to be funding this anytime soon. But if they did have, like, a Patreon-IMDB hybrid mm-hmm. where, as you're mindlessly surfing directors late at night... There's just a little button where it's like, you want to kick Brian De Palma a dollar a month for whatever the fuck he's working on? Hell yes, I'll kick him five. There's a million <laughs> people that would do that. Yeah. Of course. You'd have a yeah. green lit yeah. overnight. And then he doesn't have to go deal with mafioso yeah. people to get his fucking money or whatever the fuck he's doing to ultimately get fucked out of Domino. Yeah, well, regardless of money, I don't. I think some of the blame might be on his show. But why are we blaming him? We haven't seen the movie. Let's we haven't see seen the, the movie. movie. We can't we, really prejudge. Do we know anything about Domino? <laughs> Just what you said about Game of Thrones actors yeah. being in it. That's I know it. that it was another film directed by Tony Scott. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's about all we know. Uh, that's the most exciting thing about it right now is that I don't know what it is. Yeah, I know it's going to have a split diopter in it. I know that it has to, yeah. right? Yeah. It may be a split screen. Mm-hmm. It may be a lesbian kiss. Domino, motherfucker. Domino, motherfucker. It's VOD, Let's baby, go right check now. it out. Let's give it a fair shake. God, I hope there's something good about it. Love and Come light. Come on. Love, love and light. light. Love and light, love and light De Palma. Let's do this. He's kind of like Hitchcock. Yeah. <laughs> Never had confession. Returned from the master of the macabre's Domino. <laughs> Domino on VOD. We VO did it. And before we talk about it, Bisky, what's that Domino stops? From Rotten Tomatoes. In a world wracked by terror and suspicion, Copenhagen <laughs> police officer Christian Nikolai Kostrwaldo seeks okay thank you seeks justice for his partner's murder by an isis member named imran uh, on the hunt for imran. the killer christian and a fellow cop are unwittingly caught in a cat and mouse chase with a duplicitous cia agent guy pierce who's using imran as a pawn to trap other isis members soon christian is racing against the clock not only seeking revenge but to save his own life oh so that's his story. It's yeah. Nikolai's story. Yeah. So <laughs> we didn't know what this was going into it. And I have to say, I was not encouraged by the opening. No. We just start on some traffic and it just like a shot Very of some traffic. fades the title. And it just says Domino. Which is one of the worst fonts with a drop shadow. It's a terrible like, drop like an, shadow. Like an avid Media Street Pro. <laughs> yeah. It's like it a first me. generation yeah, font. Low res. <laughs> yeah. We meet our quote unquote hero. He's got his partner Lars, which the movie's actually about. And they go out on a call. <laughs> yes. They're cops. And 
there's some elevator intrigue. They run into the suspect. <laughs> elevator drama. And there's a chase that it's it's De Palma. It's like, roof, it's rooftop. It's I mean, rooftop chase. Rooftop chase. It, following in cars. It's kind of low quality HD shot. Yeah. But. The thought I kept having was it looks like Brian De Palma is directing an episode of Alias. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it felt TV movie. For it sure. seemed like a, like maybe a TV pilot or something. But I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at that chase. No. No. No, it was like a Vertigo callback. It reminded me of Vertigo. And Vertigo hanging by the gutters. They're hanging by the gutters, and he falls into a giant box of tomatoes, which yep. I thought was very visually appealing. Mm-hmm. Just a giant box of tomatoes. <laughs> Seeing Jamie Lannister fall into that, it completed something in me. I audibly was just kind of like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he made it. He made it. Then we, yeah, we settle in, because we don't get another set piece like that for a long time. But, but we do. So Lars, the partner, dies. There's a lot of emotional fallout. A lot of people need to talk about it. A lot of people need to deal with it. Lies. And the movie's kind of all about him. He's an older guy. And Ben correctly pointed out, of course the movie's still about the older guy, even though he dies, because De Palma's the older guy. Yep. Like, he's telling his own story. Yep. So everybody's mourning Lars. <laughs> and then, somewhere in there... It becomes a full-blown ISIS movie. And oh, yeah. I didn't see that coming. Right? No, none of us saw that. No. Took a turn hard. and Because right it's end. like the beginning, it's Pino DiNaggio who scored many De Palma films. And he's doing, and he's, he's doing work. He's doing a lot of oh, work. I, uh, he's he's <laughs> taking a lot of themes from a lot of past things. Speaking yeah. of ripping things off, he's ripping himself off hard. And I'm happy he was there. Yeah. yeah. and But Heavy he turns lifting. into the more um, Arabian... Influenced music uh, once it becomes an ISIS movie, and yes. it is you know, right where we are when that music. Comes oh out. my god, yeah. it's the homelandiest, like <laughs> homeland every... by way of South Park. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yes. Every time you cut to anything, Hot, Shot, Hot Shots Park New, every, every time they comedy. cut to anything remotely ISIS or Middle Eastern related. <laughs> You get that you get that musical sting that that, that, that Arabian kind of music, yeah. some chants, you know, like it's it's out of control, and yeah. they do it every time. So <laughs> they do it a lot. They we find lot. ourselves fully immersed in an ISIS like revenge YouTube knockoff sharevid.com where there's beheading videos. But don't you also sort of think that like. De Palma has been watching like Soderbergh yes. or like late Michael Mann and yes. he's like yeah I'm gonna do Syriana I'm gonna do Zero Dark Thirty I, I you know he thinks he's making but right like but, I said, but De Palma's never been known for his right. like racial sensitivity right. or right. anything to he that obsesses effect. over these beheading or videos like, right yeah. it seems like someone who was interested in tangentially no. so I'm the, sure De Palma's seen Every ISIS beheading and absolutely, all, yeah, yeah. He he'll you know, <laughs> and he's pissed. He wants to take on ISIS by himself. Mm-hmm. Like this movie is an ISIS like revenge on ISIS movie. Yeah, and he's like mm-hmm. reveling in it. Yeah, he thinks, maybe he thinks the Europeans are soft on ISIS or something. And yeah, well, yeah, because are we going to talk about then about like that set piece? I invoke the salad dragon. <laughs> The Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. 
I think there are three salad dragons. I was going to say, I, I have a different definitely opinion. More than yeah. There are three. There yeah, are okay. three, and they get stronger as they go. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Which is, that's the best. Three salad dragons. It's the best when that happens. Yeah. Salad dragon the first is when the ISIS uh, ringleader is coaching this young woman, Fatima, to... She's going to do something bad. She has a gun with a camera on it mm -hmm. that shoots both forward like down the barrel of the gun and backward back at her face and my god when fatima carries out her act of terror you get to palm a split screen yeah but like you never wanted it and like you never thought yeah, you'd get it the they're at night. the copenhagen film festival i believe and they're on the red carpet, they're on the red carpet. and they're on the That's red carpet is, yeah. and i was like wait is this but Real it, footage, or and, that, and it looks exactly like, um, like the can red carpet. Like that's what he's yes. sort of aping. Mm -hmm. Is like, yes. at, they later specify it's not camp, but yeah. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, we're back in femme fatale, on the red carpet of can, yeah, except now it's an ISIS, around. and now it's like a first person shooter ISIS cam vision of her just mowing down people on the red carpet with this machine gun. Them down in the head. Super graphic, super crazy. It's like. De Palma, <laughs> you're having fun with this, you know? It's like, you know, the criticisms of, like, the Death Wish movies. It's like, oh, you're condemning, like, mm. you know, sexual violence and all that, but you're also fetishizing it by yeah, gleefully filming some of this and shit. And you're also mm. having your, like, you're so fucking pissed at, you know, the movie establishment that you're in VOD hell that you're going <laughs> right. to fucking mow down yes. the can... You're like, fuck you, I'm not in the festival anymore, yeah. so you're all dead. Yes. And the, the tomatoes have to play into that, too, because he's 31% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, yeah. he's, he's oh, like, boy. the tomatoes yeah. don't matter. Yeah, <laughs> Just last-ditch reshooting. And so, and like, then, of course, it ends with her blowing herself up with a terrible explosion effect. Terrible. Just not like, even trying. Like, unconscionably bad. Like, guys, I thought, for the sheer audacity of it, and just the visuals of it i thought that split screen section was harrowing it shut me right up yeah. mm -hmm. like crazy who the fuck would do that in this day and age it just it just bums me out it, it just bums me out that he hasn't quite figured out how, how to do low budget and make it look good yeah. because steven soderbergh can shoot shit on an iphone and it looks better yeah. than that mm -hmm. yeah and, and you're right like some of it was so visually compelling but it still looks like an episode of veronica mars yeah, yeah. yeah. it does super lightweight yeah well, so he just thinks the content is stronger than the visuals. I mean, what he's dealing yeah, with is he, pretty. I mean, he still has an eye. He still knows how to assemble a sequence. It just what I what I wrote down. Functional. Again, we have when we do VOD. One of the best things is that we can write down notes if we feel like it, and not disturb yeah. people in the theater. What I wrote down is, it seems like he's like an aging, semi-obscure rock legend. Who's playing a really like a couple really solid guitar solos yeah. like at a dinner theater? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's past his prime. He's not getting the the big stage that he used to, but he's still like in the cut with yeah. some of that stuff. You can't. He take knows, it where, away to, from he knows him. where to punch it up. You know. Yeah. There's definitely punch up. Moments. And the Pino Donaggio music, again, it would not be the same if it was just like some sort of dubstep bullshit. You know, yeah. like it. Mm -hmm. The strings, yeah. the lush scores. Oh, it, it makes all the difference, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it adds something to it. It feels like late Argento, <coughs> though. You know, we were talking about the careers of those two guys. Mm -hmm. Those those low kind of like they're boring Jallo, 
kind of horror films mm -hmm. that that you just it's like a whodunit, you know. Right. Mostly this one didn't even have that. Really. No, you know who done oh, it, and it was nice. ISIS. Uh, this <laughs> is the second Salad Dragon scene. I think you'll all agree. Yeah. Jamie Lannister and the Red Witch are on a plane. <laughs> And that's great. And their their relationship with this in this is so stupid. They they talk about nothing except for Lars. They turn to each other. They turn to each and other. Turn but away. They don't say anything. They There's don't like say nothing. Much. There's they never touch. There's nothing. They're literally Are you hungry. They never ask each and other. And by the way, one of the notes I took was um, the the actress who the, the, the Red Witch from Game yes. of Melisandre. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they styled her to look like Ellen Page. It was the most inexplicable <laughs> shit ever. Where I was like, "Does yeah, Brian have a like crush that. on? El Why does she look like?" I mean, this? I'm sure he does have like a crush back on hair. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was freaking me out. But anyway, she's a spooky chick, though, huh? She she's great. I I think they both have a ben good Howden, presence, but Caprice like, ben I don't Howden. know what the script was. But they're on the plane. She's having a tough time. She's looking at her phone, and he's kind of like. We had to turn the subtitles on because the accents are th so thick and ridiculous. Little, yeah, but he's like, he's like, what, what is wrong? <laughs> and she just gets pissed and throws her phone at his chest. Yeah. He picks up the phone and it's pictures of her and Lars, his dead partner, who had been <laughs> carrying on an affair. <laughs> They've been carrying on an affair and. He proceeds to look at her phone swipe, 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 swipe. at some of the most ridiculously photoshopped, like this Lars guy, oh. like Lucas immediately was like, he's a financier because yeah. he looks kind of like a bridge troll. Yeah. Oh. He's like miscast, he's no charisma, like But he's the offer. center of all this and he's, he's like groping the red witch in these like photoshop. By the way, he kind of looks like Brian De Palma. Oh, dude, it is a literally a like he is wish fulfillment. It yeah. is Brian De Palma being like, I can still get a boner. I'm gonna like <laughs> hit on the Red Witch. Yeah, yeah, I think Those he is. Are pricelessly so yeah, the, photoshopped. So we all start screaming just instinctively because it's it needs to be seen to be believed. <laughs> to be quite honest, they're having fun and, and then swipe figures. right. But then, yeah, but then it swipes further. The Photoshop stops and it gets too real because there's shots of him shirtless in bed with her. We're all just like, ah! <laughs> it like ends on that. And then there's it a shot of him licking a flower. Yeah, like Lars, you're licking a flower. And then there's a shot of a, it ends with an mm -hmm. ultrasound. Swipe show. right, ultrasound. Ultra right to an ultrasound. Lars, he was fertilizing her flower. She's pregnant. Yeah. So Lar the legend of Lars will live on. Yeah, Lars. So Domino too. They, they continue. <laughs> they continue being travel partners without really talking. So everything's culminating <laughs> yes. with ISIS planning an attack on a bullfight. Mm -hmm. And Hello. that's where all the threads come together. because yeah. And they're doing it with a guy who is sporting Durasota. Apparently it's big in Europe. Yeah. Uh, who, who has a bomb in his Durasota. But then there's also... okay, He's, so he's, the, a, he's a soda <laughs> vendor. He's and then there's also a, a drone... Yes. Okay, that they're doing are they using the drone to film it? Like why is the drone the drone's not the bomb. No. Drone. So he, he, they're doing it to capture it so they can make the video go viral. Go viral. Okay. okay. So yeah. it's, it's they're getting the content. They're getting the, getting the content. So the drone is just a camera. The, the drone's just a camera. Okay. I thought it was a bomb too. Yeah. And the too guy yeah, who's the soda point. vendor has the bomb in his soda. There's the drone controller up on this building. And then there's yeah. the vendor down in the Stadium, who's 
trying to get into place and people are trying to buy soda from him and he's like hilariously pushing him away. Yeah, like, like he's not playing it cool. He, he no. wasn't subtle. Like give him some real doing. soda to sell. Like what? Like he's he's shoving people. But by the way, and I'm also through all of this, we have Bolero. Well, when this when the Bolero, music so. starts, it becomes Salad Dragon number three. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on and, yeah, yeah. Salad Dragon. And no, it is swinging wide. This is one for the ages. Yeah. Like this is De Palma fully. He's he's up against the wall with budget. But he's like, we're gonna do everything we can yeah. to try to give him a, a little of that old razzle yeah, dazzle, the old slow little. motion, like uh, just building with Bolero. But it's not P- Bolero. Pino Donaggio remix. It's a remix. It's an ISIS <laughs> yeah. remix because ISIS it's remix. like it's not the tune to Bolero. It's the rhythm. It's, it's the, the drums. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. instruments. You gotta note that. But the notes are remixed, and then when they cut to the guy controlling the drone, it goes Arabian. Yeah, and it, yeah. that's why it's 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 the ISIS remix. Yeah, because when, when they start that showing to that, his villainous face, like <laughs> yeah. they Nate come. mentioned, true lies, like that was. Right it up. has that yeah. tone. Yeah. It's it's comedic. This is yeah. shamelessly like can't do it. Racist caricature. Oh my yeah. god! Like oh, yeah. over the top. Like, yeah, it feels so eighty. You know, when, like, you know, in the 80s, if they didn't want to, like, piss off the Russians even yeah. more, they'd just be like, you know, it's the Libyans, it's, the it's you know, whatever. Libyans. This is that. <laughs> and it is yep. unapologetic. 2019. It's like a 10-minute scene, at least. Yeah. It's, it just yeah. keeps ratcheting up. You can imagine if you've ever seen any yeah. De Palma movie. Yeah. It, Zooming in. It does, yeah. He does what he does. And then it culminates with the drink vendor... Mm-hmm. <laughs> The, the drone is almost up to him. It's zooming in. It's above the bullfight. It's, like, moving closer to his face. He's getting excited. He reaches his arm up to detonate. And the Red Witch finally... Like, she's been looking at him for, like, five minutes. And then yeah. she's like, huh? Uh-huh. And then she finally runs up to him. Kicks him in the nuts. Kicks him in the nuts from the drone POV is hilarious. Because <laughs> it's they, like, go out wide. Like... If you if you saw somebody running up to somebody and then you cut wide and you have them get kicked in the ball, sometimes it's even funnier because mm-hmm. you can just see how they drop. <laughs> she kicks him in the balls. He goes, "Oh!" Instantly releases the handle. <laughs> Drops the detonator. Drops the detonator, and then the drone. <laughs> the guy, Jamie Lannister, shoots the guy controlling the drone. So the drone goes directly into him and just shreds the shit out of this guy. Like, blood flying <laughs> yeah. everywhere. It is amazing. Oh, uh, it's Never worth That's worth open. it. And that, yeah. and that is like... <laughs> made it all worth it. That's the end of the scene. Yeah. I mean, I never... The ISIS guy gets kicked in the balls, then literally just shredded by a drone. I never thought I would see that tonight. But it's not. It's not it's like it's not a triumphant high note that they end on because then De Palma cuts back to the Shervid beheading footage that we've already seen. Or no, mm. it was the it was the red carpet yeah, massacre. Me. He's like going to remind us of yeah. this image. So he goes to the well for a second drink, <laughs> so that he can fade it out into like a flash pan of white to his directing credit. And it's with, just like with that what? horrible. She Very blows clean. herself up explosion. That the last thing yeah. you see is a replay of Fatima blowing like, herself up. Like, on why, the right why wouldn't you end the movie in the bull ring? Well, Lucas, you fell asleep right well, after the bullfight. Well, and then was there, was, there, was, the end. there was like 10 more minutes. It was <laughs> but, tough. But it could have ended at the bullfight. It was tough. But I legit think, you know, Brian De Palma is going to be 80 
you know yeah. he's been he's been mm, working at a clip mm-hmm. of about one movie every seven years yeah so the thought I had was that very well might be the last yeah uh, image we ever last? see from and it's and it's literally him <sighs> blowing up a red carpet which yeah. I, I guess I'm that sorry, fits. there is dude, dude dude was th- I, or maybe he wasn't thick I I don't know because I don't know I'll the agree with of that. this I don't know if this was taken away from him or what but I. Yeah, that that if that's the last like, image. Fuck you, Khan. Depo- yeah. Fuck yeah. you, Khan. Let's go to those domino bones. Lucas, I really struggled, man. Like from the opening credit, yeah. Again, we're on your turf. You were standing like, up through half the movie. Yeah, it was like Copenhagen. And then it was like 2020. You were sitting. You were sitting with perfect posture on an office yeah. chair, and uh, I was like, "That's where you need to sit yeah. because you can't sleep." And then before I know it, you're laying down on a couch next to me with your face <laughs> hidden and your legs stretched out weird, so that we can so no one from any angle can see that you're asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I was trying face. to, I was trying to You were not awake. trying. If you were uh, trying, you'd be awake. Yeah, but, but the movie does not, like, reward you, really. You, like, it's... you were asleep when Bolero Isis Remix started at the bullfight. And I'm like, dude, uh, this is the movie. This is the set piece. This is it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that reminded me of the man who knew too much. You know, that was, like, his, uh, other Hitchcock callback. But yeah, I I didn't enjoy this at all. This was this was tough. This was like I'm really trying to muster some nice things to say about it, and uh, like I really just I gotta give this a wolf. This was bad. Oh. Don't I don't need to see ISIS ISIS drama. Wolf with like, an asterisk. Yeah. Didn't see the whole thing. There's nothing oh, redeeming about this. Like there's no acting or writing or techni- like technical craft. Like this. Know. This is like a yeah, like a pilot for some Bulgarian TV show or something. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to Brother Ben. What do you get? Let's get a little counterpoint here. Yeah, I mean, well, so I kept thinking about uh, later era Hitchcock, mm-hmm. you know, and how even though frenzy isn't very good or family plot is not very mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. it's still kind of worth going to just see where a master ended up yeah mm-hmm. and and that's how like yeah i had real problems early on i have real problems <laughs> at the end of it but those three solid dragons that you yeah. said like i would i'm gonna have to tell people to go watch this just for that yeah. stuff yeah there was another you know? solid dragon runner-up where uh jamie lannister and misandry are driving and he's like, oh, I got a call. It's Lars. I'll put it on speaker. And he puts it on speaker, and it's like, he's dead. Lars is dead. And he's like, what? Oh, my God. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, we'll get through this. I'll call you back tomorrow. And she's like, pull over. I'm going to be sick. Yeah, people are really out of sorts that Lars is gone. <laughs> I it's had a laughing fit during that part. Uh, yeah, so for as historical artifact with good salad dragons, I'm going to give it two bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Brother Nathan... You know, I'm right there too. I'm oh. right there with two oh. bones. Oh, because I, I you, feel you commented it went down smooth. That's the first thing you said when it was over. It kind of went down smooth, but what it couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> what it couldn't shake was that TV movie stank, yeah. man. Oh. And, and I'm so like putting those two Game of Thrones actors in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got him on paper. They said, okay, she's the girl and he's the guy. But then they got together and they got no chemistry. It's all like, about Lars. 
and the plot didn't allow them to have the chemistry. Yeah. So that doesn't have you know you need that sometimes you need that little that little heat to follow yeah. a little genre picture like this. So that yeah. wasn't there. Especially at the palm. Like where's the where's the sex? Where's the sex? And then hit, just the choice of those kind of threw me those actors yeah. in it. It just felt like this is a movie of the week. This is you know this is one of uh, those late Argento pictures that he's just like okay yeah, the script. He looks at it for a second. Yes. Reads page one. <laughs> reads page fifty. Yep. And he's like, I'm in. Good to go. So, uh, but I think for the little surprises of humor, you know, with the, his partner being the sex pot in the triangle, <laughs> uh, the salad dragon with the drone is just something that a director did, and, and it got all the way through, and I love him for that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, two, two, two bones, like, I'm waving, you know, I'm, I'm sort of in the front row. Hey, DePaul, hey, yeah. I'm here with you, but yeah. this may be his last film, and that kind of, yeah. that's a shiver, you know? I, like, I didn't think about that. It just looks like crap, so I can't give it any more bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brother Bisky, I, I don't know where you're going. Yeah, he's lost it a lot. Oh. I mean, no, he's, I mean, he's, you know, he was never strong with plot, but, like, sure. the middle part of this movie was about the plot. Like, there's a point where they're driving on the road, and they start yeah. following a tomato truck, and then they, and then they're like... <laughs> they pull over by a windmill. And then they Brain. go to a tomato factory, and then they're like, there's the terrorist in the other tomato truck, and they do a oh, U-turn. Oh, the tomato <laughs> truck reveal. Yeah, and I was that like... That was bad. I'm like, that's just horrible. Like, you can't... That's not acceptable in any... That was... That's there a, was that's probably... Like, they went to, like, five countries in this. There was probably another plot where they're like, we have to go to Malta to get this information. But then they're like... Uh, Brian funding Tumultus cut. He needs to just be in that oh, tomato yeah, truck. Yeah, they had to yeah, just yeah. see him right there. Yeah, yeah. They had to cut some corners with the financing <laughs> yeah. and visually. Yeah. And, it looks like they're struggling but, with that, though. They really are. It looks like they're struggling with the budget. And when you slow, and when it does slow, you know, with the set pieces, like his visual like powers aren't what they used to be. Like mm. there's some confusing like stuff, but but. <laughs> But the salad dragons do hit hard, and do you agree that there were three at least? Yes, and and, and, and there for sure. there's still there's still little glimpses of what used yeah. to be, and for that I'll give him one and a half bone. One and one half yeah. bone. One and one for a De Palma fan. For De Palma, yeah. that's yeah, a De Palma yeah. fan. I mean, it's I haven't been a fan. I mean, <laughs> you know, the late the late De Palma. Yeah, watch the De Palma documentary. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I would say. If you fancy yourself some De Palma, this could be a two and a half bone movie. Like the set pieces give you that 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 much of a glow. Mm -hmm. But I'd say for the regular for the regular workaday listener, two bones. I'm gonna give I'm gonna have two bones. They're a little shaky, they're a little quaky, they're a little malnourished, but they're still there, they're still holding up the skeleton of an intriguing movie straight to vod mm -hmm. as it may be and all the caveats you guys mentioned are correct and valid but damn man mm. you just can't argue with salad dragons that strong you yeah. can't sure if you have three moments in your movie that just blow people's minds yeah. if even for half a second you're doing some work. Yeah. Like, not, that is special nowadays. You know? Like, not every movie does that. Not even half movies, half of the movies do that. So, I have to reward that. Those That shit's going to stick with me. Those music cues are going to stick with me. I give it two bones. That's Domino. <laughs> I think it's called Domino because... <sighs> The plot, uh, yeah, well, one thing led to another. Yeah. One thing did lead to another. There was oh, one guy chasing another guy who was working for another guy. 
So that's Domino. I, they should have called it like Drone Shredder, like <laughs> Isis Shredder, drone. Isis Shredder. Yeah, like Lars. Go, Lars. Is <laughs> Lars. Lars. Tale of Lars. I'm I'm glad we got through that together, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Lucas, I'm proud of you for staying awake for most of it. Most of it. Almost. Yeah. And uh, De Palma, if that's got to be your last image. This one's for you. We love you. <laughs> and, uh, God, I want I want somebody to just give you all the money you need to make one good last proper, uh, proper De Palma. With Travolta. $100 million. Bring Travolta back. Travolta's the centerpiece. Like, let's do Raising it, guys. Raising sequel. Bring it all back. Let's raise that money. Raising Kane meets Aaron Henderson's. Hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> Hit us up on them SoundCloud comments. <laughs> Oh, and if you're listening to this and you're enjoying this, please just go on iTunes and give us one, two, three, four, five. There's five of us here tonight. Five, five stars. One star for each. And we're going to put a call out to Lodgers to give us a review. Yes. If you haven't done that yet, just do it. Like, it makes us look more legit. Go see Domino. <laughs> Domino, motherfucker. Domino. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. Love and light. In the game when the bones are stacked, draw in the blank. With a mental collapse, just wait. Things don't always go my way. Who takes the blame when no one reacts? That might explain why we're headed off track. Look straight. Things are gonna go my way. Push me down once and it's not okay. Fall or drop it down, well it's my choice to make. If I stood my ground, then maybe. I can still get a boner. I'm going to, like, hit on the Red Witch. <laughs>